If you look around, there are so many ways to make a difference. At Capella University, our FlexPath format gives you a different way to earn your degree. Take courses at your speed. Move on whenever you're ready. Education should fit your life. Learn more at capella.edu. Summer's almost here. Yay, right? So, when's the last time you tried on your swimsuits and summer clothes? If you could get back into summer shape in one visit, would you do it? Here's Dr. Brian Strand for Sonobello to explain. It really is quite remarkable. Sonobello doctors use a technology called microlaser fat removal, and the results are amazing. We customize your procedure to accomplish your goals. Just share with us the problem areas where you'd like the fat in inches removed. And in one visit, they're gone, permanently. I can't tell you how often I hear clients say how many years they've been trying to diet and exercise those inches away. And we did it in one comfortable visit. It's time to get your summer on. Visit any of our Sonobella locations across the U.S. And right now, you can save $250. Visit sonobello.com slash save. sonobello.com slash save. That's sonobello.com slash save. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Whether you're a skeptic or a believer, join me, Rob McConnell, on the Exxon TV show, coming soon to screens of all sizes. On the Exxon TV show, we'll investigate UFOs, ghosts, alien abductions, demonic possession, psychic phenomenon, angels, lake monsters, Bigfoot, unsolved mysteries, and all subject matter from within the world of the paranormal and the science of parapsychology and much, much more. The Exxon TV Show with yours truly, Rob McConnell, www.xzonetv.com, is a Relmar McConnell Media Company and Airplay Media Production. Unwilling to be the government's deadly assassin, gifted psychic Kahara Mitchell went AWOL and ended up buried under rubble in the wake of a great tsunami. She regained consciousness far from Earth on the medical ship of a Dagaronian intergalactic fleet. Has she been rescued or abducted by aliens? The Chalice of Carrie, Kahira O'Donnell's latest paranormal science fiction romance, is the passionate story of an Earth woman and her destined mates, twin kings from another galaxy. Kahara uses her gifts fighting alongside Lords Rom and Ra in a war that will determine the destiny of galaxies. The Chalice of Kari by Kahira O'Donnell is now available at kahiraodonnell.com or at amazon.com.
The X-Zone radio and TV show is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the X-Zone radio and TV show or in any manner endorsed by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, Talkstar Radio Network, its affiliated stations, or employees. Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. And welcome to the Exxon, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell, and for the next four hours, I'm your host and your guide as together we cross the time-space continuum to this place that I call the Exxon. It's a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. It's a place where fact is fiction and fiction, well, nine times out of ten is reality. And we come to you Monday through Friday from 10 p.m. Eastern until 2 a.m. Eastern on the Talk Star Radio Network, UK High Definition Radio, Euro High Definition Radio, Star Cable, Exxon Broadcast Network, and our growing family of broadcast affiliates right across Canada, the United States, Central America, the Caribbean, South America, the Pacific Rim, Asia, Africa, and Europe. Toll-free worldwide, 1-800-610-7035. Email xzone at xzoneradiotv.com. On MSN Messenger, xzoneradiotv at hotmail.com. And our website, www.xzoneradiotv.com. Exonation, this is going to be the 10th anniversary of the horrific events that happened in New York City on September the 11th, twenty. And I'm joined today by Jean Potter, and uh, she is a survivor of 9-11, and her, her husband also, I believe, is a firefighter. Uh, he is a New York City firefighter, and um, we're going to be talking about 9-11 this hour. We're going to be uh, talking about their incredible story. Now, um, Jean has authored a book with Dan entitled, By the Grace of God. Joining me now is Jean Potter. And Jean, welcome to the X-Zone. Hello, Rob. Thank you so much for having me. Jean, uh, whenever I talk to a survivor of 9-11 or when I speak to one of the first responders of that horrific day, the interview takes on a totally different meaning. It's, it's not only a survivor of a terrorist attack, but it's a survivor and a surviving story of a war, a war on terrorism. 
And what I have to ask you first off, what was your inspiration for writing your book, By the Grace of God? Well, someone had actually come to me about two years ago, mm-hmm. and it happened to have been Good Friday. And the plan to save my husband's life began on Good Friday of 2001. So I, I just took that as a sign, and I said, I'm going to begin writing. And that's, I, you know, I've often thought about it, but I guess I wasn't ready until this particular point in time. What is the main message of your book, By the Grace of God? Well, the message is, it, it, it is very much about um, Jesus' plan to, to save my husband's life, mm-hmm. um, how he pulled us through our darkest hour. And I feel if he can do that for us, he can do that for, for anyone with any issue. But again, it, it's really, it's an honor of those who perished. Um, it's very important that we never forget. And, and I can't thank you enough for, for your having me on to honor that day and honor our story. Uh, you know, it's just so important that we must never forget. 3,051 children lost a parent on 9-11. Those children are still grieving. The parents who lost children are still grieving. And as you, uh, and I love what you said about it. it's a war, a war on terrorism. Yeah. We, we, we were in the bullseye of Ground Zero. We also lived there. We lived in Battery Park City where the towers stood. And our beautiful home became a war zone. It was a war zone. Jean, you and I have to take a two-minute commercial break. We'll be right back. Exonation, a very special lady with a very special story. Jean Potter is my guest this hour. By the Grace of God is the name of her book. It's available at authorhouse.com, amazon.com. BarnesandNoble.com. My name is Rob McConnell. This is the Exxon. Gene Potter and I return on the other side of this two-minute commercial break as we come to you from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away. We'll be back in two. you like to be able to read other people's minds well the next best thing is here when you know how to read a person's name you know how the person thinks feels and behaves each letter in our name holds a key to unlock our true essence our name contains both our gifts and challenges in this lifetime Nemology science discovers personality secrets hidden in the placement of the letters of our names including the first and last impression people remember about us Sharon shows us how to interpret the arrangement of letters as outlined in her book, Know the Name, Know the Person. Sharon Lynn Wyeth created Nemology Science after 18 years of research and testing her theories and has supported thousands of people around the world in understanding themselves and others better. You'll enjoy Sharon's unique teachings as she shares her system to learn the gifts behind your given birth name. Even if you don't like your birth name, there are jewels in this book. If you're thinking of changing your name, ready to name your child, or wanting to get along better with others, this is the book for you. If you'd like to improve your relationships and change your life for the better, get the book today. Know the name, know the person. Or visit www.knowthename.com. That's www.knowthename.com.
Rob McConnell here, presenting an overview for Nicholas Paul Jinnix, author of a fascinating book, Amen. It presents facts revealed by Egyptologists, facts that enable us to understand why Amen is the beginning of creation of God. It provides recommendations for religious leaders of the major religions to unify their beliefs and teach the Word of God, love one another. Amen informs people how mankind conceived God. It was the Egyptians that developed the concepts of a soul, a hereafter, and son of God. And finally, after the worship of many gods, they conceived the belief in one universal God, the maker of all there is. For more information, visit www.futureofgodamen.com. That's www.futureofgodamen.com. Whether you're a skeptic or a believer, join me, Rob McConnell, on the Exxon TV show, coming soon to screens of all sizes. On the Exxon TV show, we'll investigate UFOs, ghosts, alien abductions, demonic possession, psychic phenomenon, angels, lake monsters, Bigfoot, unsolved mysteries, and all subject matter from within the world of the paranormal and the science of parapsychology and much, much more. The Exxon TV Show with yours truly, Rob McConnell, www.xzonetv.com, is a Relmar McConnell Media Company and Airplay Media Production. A gargantuan explosion! Oh my God, I don't believe it! The northeast corner has exploded in the most incredible explosion. Flames are flying out of the building. They're five, ten stories high now. Black billowing smoke. The building corner, the whole entire corner is gone. Both World Trade Center buildings in New York City right now, heaps of rubble. At 9 o'clock this morning, a plane crashed into one of the towers of the World Trade Center in Lower Manhattan. I heard the noise. I was in my office and I heard the guys screaming. So I ran out and, it, and everybody was saying, oh my God, and they're in tears, they're crying. Everybody's upset. I was trying to make phone calls. I looked up and I heard an explosion and then I saw everybody in the street react first. People crying, people on the ground, everybody lying down. And then I looked up and I saw the, and I saw this huge plume of smoke and the tower just crumbling. And it, and it just turned into a huge plume of smoke and next thing you know, there's smoke in one tower. Shortly after nine o'clock, a second plane crashed into the second tower. Oh my God, I heard a noise coming in incredibly low. And then um, I heard, I was standing here looking out the window and I knew it was gonna crash and something was gonna hit the building. I dove away from the window because I thought the explosion was gonna implode, implode the windows and I'd be shattered with, with glass flying. Explanation, I don't think there's anyone who's listening to this broadcast tonight around the world who does not know exactly where they were and what they were doing at the very time the world was made aware that America was under attack. I had just finished my on-air shift at 6 o'clock in the morning, and I had just crawled into bed and started to get into a deep sleep, and the phone rang, and it was my son, Ryan. He said, Dad, turn on the TV. Something terrible has happened in New York City. I got up, turned on the television, where I remained fixed throughout that day. At the time, I was living in Markham, Ontario, and it was on the 
final approach to Pearson International Airport. Usually there would be planes passing overhead all day and towards the better part of the evening. The skies were quiet. An eerie calm had been cast over the world. That's as we saw it from the outside of the box. Joining me this hour is Jean Potter, and she was there. She is a 9-11 survivor, and she is the author of By the Grace of God. Her book is available at authorhouse.com, amazon.com, barnesandnoble.com. And Jean, thank you very much for joining us tonight here on the X-Zone. Ten years later, Jean, you look back. What's changed? Um, what's changed? Uh, you know, I don't know. Um, you brought me right back to that day. These interviews bring me right back to that day, actually. And I was, I was in the, in the northeast corner of mm-hmm. the North Tower on the 81st floor when that first plane hit. What has changed? Uh, the world as we knew it has definitely changed. Um, we're about to go to Ground Zero next week. And we've been back, which is a very difficult place for us to go. Mm-hmm. But the North Tower that they are building is up to the 76th floor. That will be very interesting to see. But, I mean, the world we knew it does not exist after 9-11. I would watch war movies with my husband and say, how blessed are we that we've never had to deal with this on our soil. Right. And, uh, and unfortunately, we, we, we did. We do. Mm-hmm. Jean, what was it like on September the 11th, 2001, being on the 81st floor? Well, I'd gotten in about 7.30 that morning to prepare a, a breakfast meeting. We had executives coming in from our office in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. I worked for Bank of America. Right. And um, normally I was in by 8. That morning I was in a little extra early. I was making, getting everything up to speed. And about a quarter to 9, just reviewed my emails got everything going, and I'm debating, should I run down and do some mm-hmm. errands? I, that was my procedure. I'd normally run down after I got my day up to speed for my boss, if he needed anything, etc. And I'm debating, should I stay or should I go, when all of a sudden, this thunderously loud explosion ripped through the building, and we started swaying from side to side, and smoke filled the air. Things started falling from the ceiling, and what came to me was, this is not your time. We are with you. Your brother is with you. I lost my brother in 1999. Whether that were my angel guides, my spirit guides, Jesus, but mm-hmm. that voice was loud and clear. Even though my heart was palpitating a mile a minute, and I'm thinking, I'm up 81 stories. How am I getting out of here? Um, it, it was truly horrifying. And again, that that smell of, which I now know was jet fuel, people were trying to regain their balance. The floor was fully involved in fire. Fortunately, I was right near a staircase. Uh, the jet fuel was igniting as it was running down elevator shafts. My and God. Uh, we, we proceeded to the staircase. What was the actual evacuation like in the in that uh, escape, trying to get down to ground, to the ground floor? The evacuation was actually very calm. What I will say is that no one was coming from 82, 83, 80. There were no one on the staircase above us. Mm-hmm. Even though the plane went into the 90s, uh, 92nd, 90, 92nd floor, I believe, uh, I guess the collateral damage on the lower floors had killed 
people. I, I think I've heard of about five or six survivors coming from 82 and above. And it was it was relatively calm. We thought a small plane hit the building. And then when we got to the sky lobby on the 44th floor, another horrible explosion. And I was afraid to look out of the window, but out of the corner of my eye, I see fireballs and flaming debris and paper littering the sky. It was a beautiful blue sky, perfect day in Manhattan that day. And we said, Michael, what is going? What is this now? And we were kind of stuck in that sky lobby. Our, our staircase was getting very crowded. And fortunately, we found another staircase that was moving because a lot of the staircases were blocked as we proceeded down. Once you got down, what was it like when you got to the lobby or to the exit where you where you exited the building? And can you take us through that part? Sure. Well, um, making our way down, we began to see... Texting privacy policy in terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting and rules for occurring automated text marketing messages. Message and data rates may apply. Reply stop, opt out. The pandemic has been hard on all our kids. New studies show more than one in three children who started school in the pandemic now need intensive reading help. That's right. Millions of kids in kindergarten through third grade in the United States cannot read at grade level. Here's the good news. Your child can be reading in just 30 days, guaranteed, with Hooked on Phonics. Even if your child has been struggling, Hooked on Phonics will teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. And right now, you can get started for just one dollar. Text the word grade to 323232 right now. Hooked on Phonics is highly effective and incredibly fun and everything can be done right from home and in less than 20 minutes a day. For more than 30 years, Hooked on Phonics has been the proven learn to read program that kids love to use. Text grade to 323232 and teach your child to read in just 30 days guaranteed. Text grade to 323232 right now and get started for just one dollar. Text grade to 323232 now. Text grade to 323232. The fireman, one of whom my husband used to drive at Ladder 5, and I grabbed his arm and I said, Vinny, be safe. Vinny never made it out. Oh, he left God. behind a wife and four children. He would have been 40 years old on September 11th. As we began to get to like the 10th floor, 9th floor, 8th floor, I felt a sense of urgency, and mm-hmm. I began yelling at people, like, to move it, let's go, let's go, and I, that's not my personality. I just felt that clock was ticking. As they brought us to the mezzanine, which overlooked the lobby, the devastation in the lobby, I couldn't comprehend because we heard the explosion. Well, we thought it was above us. It was tr- really hard to ascertain exactly where it was. Mm-hmm. The devastation in the lobby because the building compressed the lobby, that thick glass had blown out and was all over the lobby. They brought us down into the concourse, which was like a scene from a movie. Again, all of those storefront windows were blown out. There were shops down there and restaurants water pouring from the ceilings i was walking in probably ankle deep water they were telling women to take their shoes off and i had a heel on that day and i said i am not taking my shoes off unfortunately for me because people that left their shoes were were cut and they were hurt and at that point we had there was a chain a human chain of emergency workers and we had to follow this this chain of workers and they were yelling at us to run run, hurry. They were, you know, normally people don't scream in an emergency and you're not supposed to run. They were screaming at us to run. We had to run and just follow this this human chain of emergency workers. At which point I came up through, uh, there was a Borders bookstore on Church Street and I could sense flaming debris all around me. 
uh, and a woman stumbled. I just gently helped her. Mm-hmm. I looked at my watch. It was 9.55. Three minutes later, the South Tower began to come down, which was, which was horrifying. As I walked one block, in the interim, I ran into one of our doormen because we also lived in Battery Park City. The very famous photo of my husband taken that day, sitting on a bench outside our apartment in Battery Park City, at which point he thought I had perished. And my husband actually was injured that day, and he is now retired New York City fireman. But when the rumbling started, I said to myself, my God, maybe this is my time. Maybe I Mm -hmm. am going to die. You you think you're okay because you're out of the building? And then it was like it was happening all over again. It was like a one-two punch. Oh, no, I'm not out of this yet. And you're thinking, which way is this building going to fall? Because we didn't think implosion. And is it going to fall on me? I mean, after coming down 81 flights in heels, I could not have outrun it. Mm -hmm. And a police officer took me to a subway station with another associate. That was very horrifying, too, because, again, are we going to be buried alive? What is happening? There was smoke in the subway station and water pouring from the ceilings. Tremendous uh, devastation underground from those buildings being hit. And all of a sudden, this deafeningly loud sound and all this debris was rushing into the subway. And you're like, it was just really, it was horrifying. And as soon as that noise stopped, Again, once again, the message message was outright, meaning get out of here and never mm-hmm. right. And I began walking in dead silence with gray, it was like gray falling snow. And I just asked someone, where are the towers? Are the towers behind me? And he said, yes, they're behind you. I was very disoriented. I didn't mm-hmm. want to go back to that direction. And someone else told me to, to cover my mouth. And I was like, what good would that have done? And... Uh, I proceeded to make my way to, to Chinatown at that point. Not intentionally, I was just walking, and that's where I ended up. How did you reunite with your husband? Well, he was actually studying to be uh, a lieutenant. He was on Staten Island. He had mm-hmm. just settled into his classroom when someone came in and said the towers were hit. At which point he looked out of the window, saw smoke, jumped in his vehicle as he's crossing the Verrazano Bridge back to Brooklyn through to get to Manhattan. He's trying to ascertain if I'm above the impact zone or below it. And he arrived on scene just moments before the South Tower collapsed. He put his gear on and and my husband survived what they refer to as the black zone where everyone was killed. He survived the black zone twice. He was injured in the first collapse. Um, he survived the Blackstone twice by a miracle of God. Um, and at that point, after he was doing his, his duty as a first responder, yes, he is thinking of me, but he mm-hmm. needs to do his duty as a first responder and uh, su- survived the, the horrific, uh, both buildings really collapsing around him both times. Gene, you and I have to take our news break. Please stand by. Thank you so much for sharing your story with us tonight here on the Exxon. You're welcome. Nation, this is a story that must be remembered and passed on to everyone in every generation. We must never forget September 11th, 2001, the day America went to war against terrorism. My name is Rob McConnell. We'll be back. Don't go away.
Whether you're a skeptic or a believer, join me, Rob McConnell, on the Exxon TV show, coming soon to screens of all sizes. On the Exxon TV show, we'll investigate UFOs, ghosts, alien abductions, demonic possession, psychic phenomenon, angels, lake monsters, Bigfoot, unsolved mysteries, and all subject matter from within the world of the paranormal and the science of parapsychology and much, much more. The Exxon TV Show with yours truly, Rob McConnell, www.xzonetv.com, is a Relmar McConnell Media Company and Airplay Media Production. Do you think you have energy problems in your home? Do you feel better when you're away than when you're home? Joey Korn is a global leader in the world of dowsing who specializes in personal energy clearing and space clearing. He can help you create an ideal energy environment in your home no matter where you live in the world. Learn about his remote spiritual house cleaning services and much more at www.dowsers.com. You can get Joey's book, Dowsing, A Path to Enlightenment, as well as other dowsing books and tools, Kabbalah books, and Walter Russell books. Joey's work is really amazing. Go to dowsers.com right now. That's D-O-W-S-E-R-S dot com or call 1-877-DOWSING. That's 1-877-369-7464. With each new extreme weather event or terrorist act, it becomes increasingly obvious that we live in uncertain and challenging times. We all buy car insurance. Why not collapse and catastrophe insurance? Matthew Stein, an MIT-trained engineer and green builder, has written two outstanding books to help people prepare, plan for, and deal with everything from minor situations lasting a few days to full-on collapse. Matt's first book, When Technology Fails, is a manual for self-reliance, sustainable living, and surviving the long emergency. This massive book covers the gamut from first aid and emergency preparedness to alternative healing, renewable energy, primitive living skills, and 18th century technologies that could be critical to your comfort and survival in a long-lasting crisis. Matt's second book, When Disaster Strikes, is a comprehensive emergency preparedness handbook and survival guide. When Disaster Strikes is an essential item for every family's go-bag, both books are available at all usual sources. There's a wealth of totally free information posted at whentechfails.com and author signed copies may be purchased at mattstein.com. That's www.whentechfails.com and www.mattstein.com.
You're listening to the X-Zone Radio Show, live and around the world on the Talkstar Radio Network. X-Zone Broadcast Network, UK High Definition Radio, Euro High Definition Radio, and Star Cable. Our toll-free telephone number worldwide is 1-800-610-7035. Our email address, xzone at xzoneradiotv.com. On MSN Messenger, xzoneradiotv at hotmail.com. And our website, www www.exoneradiotv.com Explanation, that's uh, Alan Jackson singing, Where Were You? My special guest this hour is Jean Potter. She is a 9-11 survivor. She's also the author of By the Grace of God. It's available at Amazon.com, AuthorHouse.com, and BardsandNoble.com. Jean, uh, your husband, uh, Dan, is a retired firefighter from the uh, City of New York Fire Department. Um what what was it like for you that day knowing that once you had gotten out of the the towers you had been reunited with your husband that many of the people that you had known including the firefighter that you met on your way out weren't coming home weren't going home to their families that night it it was horrible and uh... Actually, we didn't know until the next day. I knew Vinny would not have made it out. Mm -hmm. I just knew he was in very good shape, and I knew he would be all the way up there. And But we did not know until the next day. We'd actually gone to Pennsylvania, where we now live, overnight. To, right. Because I, had nothing, I didn't have anything. I didn't take my bag with me to, to shower and get clean clothing. And the next day when we went back to Manhattan and went into a firehouse and started seeing the list of names and and we were we were devastated. I mean, I knew so many of them. My husband personally um, worked. I mean, he had almost 20 years on. He retired with 20 years on the FDNY. It was, it, it was unbelievably heartbreaking. 
Exxon. So many of the wives to ch- than the children. Right. Exxon Nation, I'd like to share with you what we call 9-11 by the numbers. Now, the initial numbers are, are, are burned into the minds and the hearts of millions upon millions of people. 8.46 a.m. and 9.02 a.m. Time the burning tower stood, 56 minutes and 102 minutes. The time they took to fall, 12 seconds. From there, they ripple out. The total number killed in the attacks, and this is the official number, 2,819. Number of firefighters and paramedics killed, 343. Number of New York Police Department officers who lost their lives, 23. Number of Port Authority officers who lost their lives, 37. Number of World Trade Center companies that lost people, 60. Number of employees who died in Tower 1, 1,402. Number of employees who died in Tower 2, 614. Number of employees lost at Cantor Fitzgerald, 658. Number of U.S. troops killed in Operation Enduring Freedom, 22. Number of nations whose citizens were killed in the attacks, 115. Ratio of men to women who died, 3 to 1. Age of the greatest number who died, between 35 and 39. Number of bodies found intact, 289. Number of body parts found, 19,858. Number of families who got no remains of their loved ones, 1,717. Estimated units of blood donated to the New York Blood Center, 36,000. Total units of blood that were actually used, only 258. The number of people who lost a spouse or partner in the attacks, 1,609. Estimated number of children who lost a parent, 3,051. Percentage of Americans who knew someone hurt or killed in the attacks, 20%. FDNY retirements from January to July 2001, 274. FDNY retirements January to July 2002, 661. The number of firefighters on leave for respiratory problems by January 2002, 300. Number of funerals uh, attended by Rudy Giuliani in 2001, 200. Number of FDNY vehicles destroyed, 98. Tons of debris removed from the site, 1,506,124 tons. Days fired continued to burn after the attack, 99. Jobs lost in New York owing to the attacks, 146,100. Days the New York Stock Exchange were closed, 6. Point drop in Dow Jones Industrial Average when New York Stock Exchange reopened, 684.81 points. Days after 9-11 that the U.S. began bombing Afghanistan, 26. And let me see, we're just going to wrap it up here with the total number of hate crimes reported to the Council on American-Islamic Relations nationwide since 9-11. And this is going to the, uh, let me see, when we did this, when we did this initial survey, were 1,714, but that number has escalated by then. And finally, 
estimated number of New Yorkers suffering from post-traumatic stress disorder as a result of 9-11, 422,000. You know, looking back over the past 10 years and seeing how New York has, has started to get back to whatever normal can be after that horrific uh, day and the subsequent days after the, the attacks on the Pentagon, those who gave their lives in that field in Pennsylvania. How did you and your husband cope with this life-changing, world-changing, historical-changing event when you and Dan were right there? Well, it was very difficult because we also lived right there, Mm -hmm. and we were unable to get back home for about three weeks, and Battery Park City was on complete lockdown, and we had no electricity, I mean, nothing. We actually went back the night of September 12th to to retrieve some things from our apartment, and it was to have witnessed it again the next day. Uh, They were beginning to line our streets with the beams from the Trade Center. We were walking in ankle to knee-deep of debris, of concrete, pulverized everything, and baby carriages and water bottles and shoes and paper. And to have witnessed that and to have been so close to the soul energy of 3,000 lives Mm -hmm. being taken, I felt the soul energy so powerfully that at one point my body froze. I couldn't walk any further. Um, that compounded it. And once we got back, we knew we could not stay in Battery Park City. We used to face the towers. And we moved to Bronxville in Lower Westchester of New York State. Um, And my husband did recovery work, even though he was injured. He officially retired August of 2002. Mm -hmm. I did go back to work. I commuted. Um, The post-traumatic stress was pretty severe for everyone. when I finally got back with my associates, because they were in another office in New Jersey, I was set up in Midtown initially. I mean, they were, it was it was very difficult. Um, I guess because we couldn't get home. And, and then we lived, once we did, we, we didn't move until December of 2001. So for three months, we looked at that site. We smelled it. We heard the machinery 24-7. And when the machinery stopped, that was worse because then you knew they had found someone or something. And um, it was very difficult. I mean, our nerves were frayed, but again, Mm -hmm. we we were grieving. I mean, we were so blessed and so grateful, but we were grieving for all of those who who perished. And moving to, we're now in Pennsylvania, we moved here about six years ago. That finally gave us a chance to catch our breath. And... um, my husband became a national fire instructor. He he trains. He, he can't do anything but administrative because he was injured. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I counsel women who are incarcerated, which I love. I mean, God has definitely put us on another path. But we've had a chance to catch our breath here. Um, it was very difficult. What helped us is that we both experienced the same thing, and we would talk to each other about it. Because I wasn't with my group. My associates were in Jersey. I could not get there. And Dan was not at, at the firehouse, and, and all of his brothers were killed. So um, we're just very blessed, very blessed. But it was our darkest hour, and he pulled us through. Well, how do you, 
How do you react to people who say that the act of 9-11 was an inside job, it was a government uh, conspiracy against the people of the United States, that there had been Corbin, what is it, Corbinite? Uh, that was actually implanted in the Twin Towers before. How, do, how does that make you feel? I say, where were you? Where were you that day? Yeah. Where were you when the planes? I was there. I yeah. know. I mean, that's crazy. That's just crazy stuff. I mean, it's crazy. I, where were you? Mm-hmm. That's that's my question to them. You know. How has the the events of nine eleven changed your religious beliefs? Well, I've always been a religious, spiritual mm-hmm. person, um, but I, I really feel that it's like we're living proof of his plan and. Um, he can get you through anything. And, and we were saved that day, not for some profound reason, or that we were so, you know, we have all this to do. It just, mm-hmm. it really wasn't our time. Yes, a plan began on Good Friday to save my husband's life, because if he were still at Ladder 5, he would have been killed. If he were in the house, he would have been first on scene. But it, it really wasn't our time. And, you know, it, 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 it's, it is like that simple, but it's, we're just so blessed and so grateful, and and we just want to get that message message out that he's here for all of us. I, I'm sure you get asked this question many times. I know the answer, but I would love for you to share with our worldwide audience the the answer to this very simple question. Yet it's very deep and very philosophical. It's very spiritual. Why must we never forget September the 11th, 2001, Janine? Because of all the innocent people that perished that day. There were mothers, fathers, sisters, brothers, husbands, wives, children, mm-hmm. everyone just going about their business, doing the best they could for their loved ones, for, them, for themselves. I mean, we must never forget what happened that day. But it's also a story of survivors, and because of the amazing efforts of the rescue workers and civilians, there were so many civilians helping those that day, um, that 16 to 17,000 people survived. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a story of heartache, but it's a story of survivor. It's like you just played Alan Jackson's song, which I have the words right in front of me, that that's, that song says it all, and it makes me cry, and you know, it's, it's just, um, we must never forget. How are you using your experiences of 9-11 to help those who are presently incarcerated? Well, it's, it's very simple. Um, the first thing I say to them, of course, I greet them with a big warm smile, mm-hmm. ask them how they're feeling. I tell them very simply that both Dan and I are 9-11 survivors, and that day Jesus gave us another chance at life. And I really feel that incarceration is giving them another chance at life. It's like they are, it's like a timeout for them Mm -hmm. to take stock, look at their decisions, perhaps work programs or many programs at Pike County Correctional Facility for them. Um, And they, they so truly connect with that. They really connect with that. And um, I just, I am so grateful that I, can do this and I've met the most incredible women and it, I, I, I just truly feel that that is definitely part of God's plan for my life Jean and it's Stan- funny be- 
I'm sorry, Gene, we have to take our commercial break. Uh, please stand by. Great pleasure talking to you, and thank you very much for sharing this very important message and for sharing your life with us here tonight here on the Exxon. Exxonation Jean Potter is our special guest. She is the author of By the Grace of God, a 9-11 survivor story of love, hope, and healing. Her book is available at authorhouse.com, amazon.com, barnesandnoble.com. My name is Rob McConnell. This is the Exxon, and the September edition of the X Chronicles newspaper will be dedicated 100% to 9-11 and the people it affected, the hearts it touched, and why we should never forget. I'll be back on the other side of this commercial break with Gene Potter. Don't go away. To heaven for some kind of answer And look at yourself and what really matters I'm just a singer of simple songs I'm not a What if someone told you you could live to be 120? Would you believe him? What if he told you the Bible guaranteed it? All you needed to do was follow his rules and buy his products. Would you do it? What if you invested 20 years of your life in him? What if he tested his substances on your child? What if your child became brain damaged as a result? Meet Dr. Tyler Belknap, a fast-talking Texas admin turned health guru. At the helm of a vast health food and supplement empire, he has established himself as the authority on nutrition and longevity. But what his followers don't know is that his products are laced with bizarre psychoactive substances from genetically modified plants developed in his very own secret lab. No wonder his customers can't stop using them. Tyler Belknap will stop at nothing to keep his edge in the market even if it means experimenting on children. Chasing 120, a story of food, faith, fraud, and the pursuit of longevity, a novel from the pen of political cartoonist Monty Wolverton, is an easy and entertaining read full of rich characters and intrigue. It hits home in a world filled with all kind of hucksterism and offers a glimpse of what can happen when GMO technology falls into the wrong hands. Chasing 120 by Monty Wolverton. Get your copy today at www.ptm.org forward slash 120 or on Amazon.com. Hitchcock is an expert in exorcisms, psychic warfare, soul healing, angelology, soul retrieval, demonology, energy healing, long distance healing, astral healing, and much more. Nita is an interfaith minister because she believes all gods and goddesses are valid and that they are part of one divine force that is incomprehensible to us who are incarnated upon this earth. Nita has been doing astral healing, distant healing, spirit release, exorcism, house cleansing and blessings, soul restoring and revival, psychic vampire removal and curse removal, and much more for over 40 years. For more information or to contact Nita Hickok, visit her website at www.astralhealer.com. That's www.astralhealer.com.
Rob McConnell here, presenting an overview for Nicholas Paul Jinnix, author of a fascinating book, Amen. It presents facts revealed by Egyptologists, facts that enable us to understand why Amen is the beginning of creation of God. It provides recommendations for religious leaders of the major religions to unify their beliefs and teach the Word of God, love one another. Amen informs people how mankind conceived God. It was the Egyptians that developed the concepts of a soul, a hereafter, and son of God. And finally, after the worship of many gods, they conceived the belief in one universal God, the maker of all there is. For more information, visit www.futureofgodamen.com. That's www.futureofgodamen.com. September day Out in the yard Your wife and children Working on some stage in L.A. Did you stand there in shock At the sight of that black smoke Rising against that blue sky Did you shout out in anger And fear for your neighbor Or did you just sit down and Did you weep for the children who lost their dear loved ones? Pray for the ones who don't know. Did you rejoice for the Exonation, as much as I would love to let that song continue, we're running out of uh, time very fast, and I wanted to get Gene back on here. Gene, thank you very much for joining us. It's been an extreme pleasure having you here with us. Uh, to your husband and all the firefighters, first responders that you and your husband know, please extend our many thanks. Oh, I will. To them. My, my pleasure. I will certainly do that. Because I look at the first responders as the the people who keep us safe, sound, and secure while the armed forces are outside doing the same for us. So thank you very much. Um, what would you like to leave the explanation with tonight, Jean? Well, um, it's just that we must never forget, and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm so I'm I'm honored that you are honoring the day and in of September 11th and honoring our story. Um, you know, it's so important. Um, I am donating a portion of the proceeds of my book to two charities, which is very important to mm-hmm. me. One is the Wounded Warrior Project, and the other is the Feel Good Foundation. Um, so that's very important. But God I really love you. Can't, I can't thank you enough for your interest in, in honoring the day. It, it means so much to us. It really does. How is Dan doing now? He's he is now an instructor. Um, He's very busy. He's yeah. um, also volunteers as the disaster services manager for the American Red Cross. Mm-hmm. Um, he has he has he was injured. He had some herniated discs and nerve damage, and obviously pulmonary issues. Right. Um, but he is very active, and again, living where we do has helped us tremendously because we have all this gorgeous nature. We have deer and and bear and squirrels and. Uh, but yet we're an hour and a half from New York City, so we're close enough if we have to go in um, 
but we are so blessed, and that's the other thing. We're so blessed, and we're so grateful. Uh, now, you and I were talking during the last commercial break that you will be attending the uh, the uh, ceremonies this September the 11th. Well, actually, not downtown, because that uh, President Obama and President Bush are going to be. It, it, mm-hmm. You know what? And I don't. It's funny. I feel like I don't want to tempt fate. I don't want yeah. to be at Ground Zero. We're actually at Ground Zero next week. We will be attending a, mor- a memorial on Riverside Drive where the firefighter memorial is. That's a, a very big memorial that the firemen do for themselves. There's a monument up there. Mm-hmm. So that's where, that is where we are going to be. That's the memorial we're doing. Gene Potter is my guest this hour, Exonation. Gene, I want to thank you once again for joining us. And uh, she is a native of Brooklyn, New York, and a survivor of the 9-11 World Trade Center attacks. Her husband, Exonation Dan, was a firefighter responding to the tragedy. She has spent most of her professional life as an executive assistant to many high-powered business executives. And they both live now in Lords Valley, Pennsylvania, where she dedicates her time to her family, and volunteer activities. The name of her book, and please write this down, Exonation, okay? You got your pencils and papers ready by the grace of God. And it's available at Authorhouse, Amazon.com, and Barnes and Noble. I'll be back on the other side of this commercial break as we continue from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, here in the Exon, with yours truly, Rob McClellan. 